0: All hail old women. Wiser Than Me Season 2 is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Rage? Yeah. Okay. This episode, I know I say this a lot. We cover a lot. But this episode, we cover a lot. And it's, uh... Well, let's just say
1: we were shook we by were this doc. Shook to the core. And it affected us. And we yeah. needed to
0: talk about it. To get it out of our bodies. Yes. And brains. Yes. 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 But, you know, we got some pointers in here. If you feel like your life is... (laughs) If if you're feeling like your life is out of control, listen,
1: call your mom or your sister or a loved one. Call anybody but the Twin Flame Universe. Don't call the cult leader, But we don't want to give don't. things
0: away. Okay. We don't want, you know. Listen, we'll get right into it. Let's do it. Okay. Ladies and jerks, welcome Ooh. to Escaping Twin Flames. Buckle up, buttercups. Lady Hi lady. We survived Thanksgiving. We sure did. Although I thought you were gonna kill me at one point. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> when you gave the boys ice cream? Yeah. And they really wanted mm-hmm. me to keep it a secret and I was like, okay. And then you were like, Did you give them ice cream? I said Yeah, uh, that's exactly how I said it. That is. You were out of your mind. <laughs> that wasn't my rule, by the way. It wasn't? No, mm-hmm. somebody else's from your mm-hmm. p- past marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all
1: right. Okay, I guess we'll... It's hard. It's Thanksgiving. It's like, don't open presents on Christmas Day. It's like, I know all these presents are in front of you on Christmas Day, yeah. but you're not going to
0: open them. So there were probably like 33, 34 people at my house. Mm-hmm. Nine of them were kids. A small handful were crazy little boys. And two of them, at one point, I don't know, I think it was Little David or something, and Otto came up to me and they said, When I was manning the pie station, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they said, Can you just put some whipped cream right into our mouths? I was like, (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Was it the squirty one, one? though? Yeah.
1: They love that. Yeah. Yeah. We do that all the time at my house. Yeah. We had a ball. We had a ball. A lot of triggers, a lot of triggers. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of triggers? I was just like, no, you are just like you know, like I was just you know, just doing it. You know, it was amazing that my ex-husband and his partner and all of us were together, and it's great. And I, I really did love it, and we did a great job. We had a lot of fun, but, but you know, you have to like respect everyone's rules. You know, rules, uh, yeah, the your, you have, res- yeah. The, the ironic thing is that they were coming home with me. So it was like, right. whatever happened with the sugar. Right. But we're a united front, right? Uh-huh. So when somebody lays it down. Yeah. And basically what I should have said to you in that moment is, I'm going to get in trouble, Cheryl. <laughs> Why didn't
0: he come up and yell at me?
1: Because that was the dynamic of our relationship the whole entire time. It was like, go, I want more pigs in a blanket, Rachel. And I would get pushed toward the pigs in a blanket. <laughs>
0: And I'd be like, yeah, you can get them. By the way, we did have pigs in a blanket. <laughs> I know. And I'd be like, you go get your pig in a blanket. And I made a hundred tiny pies. And I'm not sure why I made so many. They were
1: so delicious, oh, but they you. were so good.
0: It seemed like I was fishing for them. Listen, I think we Mm-mm. should get right to it. it unless okay, let's you get ha- right to it. If you have anything
1: that you want to talk about. But <sighs> Listen, I'd love to talk about anything but this documentary. <gasps>
0: oh, my God, Rach. Oh, my God, <laughs> oh, Rach. I was... Uh, we wouldn't want to spill any beans. No. I just want to say to everybody, for
1: Cheryl to text me, dude, this is heavy. This is some heavy shit. I was like, oh. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. It is. And it was. And I feel like I'm hungover. Yeah. Yeah. We've got some issues to talk about in this. In case you guys are wondering, today we're talking about escaping twin flames is a 2023 docu-series directed by Cecilia Peck. It profiles the current and former members of an online love cult called Twin Flames, run by a couple who claim to hold the key to finding your true love. Escaping Twin Flames is available to watch on Netflix. Yo, boy. Yo. Yo, this gives like a, like if we
1: were doing like a a rating to our yo boys. (laughs) Like, this is like a
0: yo, 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 yo. yo boys. Boys. Okay, first boys. Okay. First of all, yeah I didn't even know there were online cults. I did not know there were online cults, Cheryl. Okay, here's what I thought. I thought people are drawn to each other and they want to fit in and they want to find mm-hmm. like-minded people. And a lot of the cults that we've learned about, especially through this show... A lot of times, people are drawn to them because they think the cult is doing something good for other mm-hmm. people, so they're yeah. drawn to each other, and and there's a sense of togetherness and happiness. But I, when I was watching this, and I was like, they're they're on Zoom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, yeah. can you get that feeling on a Zoom? I I guess. Well, I mean, a lot of this was happening
1: too during 2020. Right? Pandemic in twenty twenty one. They were doing it on Zoom before. Yeah, that's the thing. Ooh, because like an online course, right? Because they were selling it as online courses. You're gonna take these courses.
0: So yeah. yeah. So the thing is is, Rage. I mean this lady. Yeah. So there's a guy named Jeff and a woman Mm -hmm. named Shalea, and they're the founders of whose whose real name is Megan. Uh oh.
1: They're the the founders
0: of the Twin Flames universe, uh, which includes the Twin Flame Ascension School. And what they're saying is there's only one person in the world. That is your (laughs) true twin Mm -hmm. flame, your true love. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And if you dial in and take this course, you will guaranteed find your twin find flame. your twin flame <laughs> which by the way i mean okay people do dating apps people are trying to find people i get that it's like okay know, but if you if you think about it people
1: that are drawn to an online course mm-hmm. to find their true love mm-hmm. are already people that are so isolated already yeah. that are kind of loners Anyway, yeah. I feel like those two people dialed into to people that are people's vulnerabilities. Yeah, that are already struggling and so isolated already, and made them feel like they could help them find happiness on yeah. Zoom.
0: So they were saying Jeff and Shalea that it's when two people share the same soul.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And so we in this documentary we start seeing. Some of the people who went through this. And yeah. this is a three-part series. In the first episode, I was like, okay, we've kind of seen this sort of thing before. Yeah. Right? Somebody taking advantage of people
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. telling
0: them to pay money. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And the thing is, Twin Flames, which by the way, I don't love the name. Really? Because <laughs> I absolutely love it. No, it's ab- but- It's bonkers. Yeah, yeah. It drew a lot of women, okay, who were obsessed with <laughs> yeah. unavailable partners, mm-hmm. and people would buy that you could buy the book "Twin Flames," yeah. and then you could take the class for two hundred and twenty-two dollars a month, but mm-hmm. you needed to do it for a year at least, right? Or just keep doing it until you found your. Yeah, it was it was crazy that it was so so many women.
1: Yeah. But listen, okay, can we just cut yep. to the fact no. that, like, in the very don't first episode, I'm not cutting okay. too. I'm just saying, yeah. The documentary starts. Yeah. You see Jeff. Yeah. You see Shalea. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> just the image of them sitting behind their computer, just telling people that they've got the answers when they're in clearly,
0: I don't know, a one bedroom apartment. Yeah. Just it was like, not no offense to anyone in a one bedroom apartment.
1: They're just No, saying, no, no. no.
0: If if you wouldn't want to have all, this all this.
1: Right. And it's like, I
0: don't, and you guys are really creepy. They were creepy. By the way, maybe I didn't pay attention enough at the beginning when they were talking about the mirror exercise. Uh-huh. <laughs> because uh-huh. they go they go back to the mirror exercise a lot. Yeah. So the mirror exercise, which by the way, like, as an actor, it's not what I thought yeah. it was going to be. Uh, yeah, no, we thought we were going to be mirroring our partner's movements. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm waving and my hand at the same time yes. you're waving your hand. And mm-hmm. we're doing it at the same time. This would be a good time for a picture. Like, we because like, <laughs> we're trying to mirror
1: each other right now.
0: Oh, we're doing it on, <laughs> on Zoom. Zoom. But that's not the mirror exercise that Jeff <clears> teaches <throat> them. Jeff teaches them that you, I guess, to do it, you must do it in front of a mirror, right? No, I don't think there's any mirror that's needed.
1: You're looking at someone else and you're seeing yourself. So if you're like, I resent Bob for breaking up with me. For breaking up with me. You had to switch it to, I resent me for breaking up with me. (laughs) But it all came back to, it's your fault.
0: Yes. And then you need to love yourself. Uh Uh-huh. So during all three episodes, whenever somebody... Was having an issue, Jeff would just yeah. say, Go, go, mirror. Yeah, everybody was like, The solution is the mirror it's exercise. The mirror to
1: basically exercise. say, You're the problem. He doesn't love me. I don't love me. Yeah. So that everything that's happening in your world is your fault and <laughs> you can fix it. <laughs> Um, Which is really fucked up because it's playing on these people that already have the lowest self-esteem yeah. possible and already feel like, why can't I find love? Right. And it's just making them feel even worse. Right. You can't
0: find it because of themselves. you.
1: But the reason he's doing it is because he wants to make them reliant on him to make them feel better. Oh, it's a cult, right? It's a whole cult. Right. So he's trying to do mind control shit yes. on them. To get them to not think for themselves, to do everything for him. And it's so
0: maddening because you feel like, oh, no, I see it. Here's what I was going to say about boundaries. Rachel, let's just make a pact. Okay. If there's ever a moment in my life where you feel like, holy shit, I think you might be in a cult. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Will you drive over immediately Mm -hmm. and just say, "Mm -hmm. I'm not leaving your side for the next seven days until you – Unfollow all these people. I don't even know how to yeah. get out of a cult. You guys. But there's got to be a. I'm going to
1: grab my keys. I got to go. I'm going to grab my keys. <laughs> I got to take a drive. <laughs> because it's the thing that if you're
0: in a cult, you don't know you're in a cult.
1: No. And isn't it scary? That's the thing. Like, this is where my hypochondria comes in. You know, my, like my mental hypochondria oh, yeah. comes in. Right. Because you're I definitely like, in a cult. For sure. No, that was the thing is that I. I'm freaked out about this stuff so much that I, you know, it's hard for me to like, even to seek therapy, you know, and all of that stuff because it's like, I mean, I already used the key reference, but it's like, you don't want to give somebody the keys to your house that you don't really no. know. Oh, you like don't tell, really trust, tell someone right? all of your. Mm-hmm. And that's what they want you to do. Traumas to like,
0: and or don't feel good about yourself for yeah. whatever, right? Because then that's what they they can use. twist it and they'll yes. use it. They'll use it against you. Yeah. So you have to have some very safe people in your life.
1: Yes. That's why you know you have friendships that are 20, 30 years old. Yes.
0: Okay. There was a journalist named Sarah Berman who started researching. Ooh, weren't you so happy when she came into the picture? Oh my gosh! And you were like, okay, good. There's a okay, voice of Sarah. Here. Thank
1: you. Thank you, Sarah.
0: She started researching twin flames because the mirror exercise sounded similar to other high-control groups she had researched. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how she did it, but she was like, "Whoa, that sounds like a cult." <laughs> yeah, I know. But you know what? We're more
1: into this doc in this first like fifteen minutes than we have been, like I think, on That's any true. other one.
0: Because Thomas just told us we but have we've to take gotten a break. further into but it, but you're right. We've said the name sometimes we haven't even started yet. People know <laughs> what it's about, <laughs> yeah. But I will tell you, and we're not going to spill any beans, Rachel. But by episode three, it's off the charts, crazy balls. Uh, we let's just say we did not see that coming. We did not see that coming. Okay, when we get back, we did not we'll see that Continue coming. with escaping twin flames. Okay,
1: we're back. And we're back.
0: And we're back. Okay, so there's there's also, there are a few mothers in this uh, documentary Mm -hmm. who are very concerned about their daughters and sons. And And there's a sister. So there was, Louisa was a mom of twin girls, Stephanie and Paula. And Stephanie joined the Peace Corps, moved to Taiwan. She met a man she was drawn to. And then she learned about the twin flame concept through Google, which I don't really understand either.
1: How do people know? She was probably looking up like,
0: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in
2: car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's
3: why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find Love at First
2: Drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. And the best part, you can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first
1: month. How to find my soulmate. True, and she also said she connected
0: with the twin flame thing. Like she thought. Oh, because she is a twin. Yes. Oh, because when she was in Taiwan, yeah. she felt like she had met her twin flame.
1: Like a soulmate. And they're like, there's mm. a twin flame, which is your the soul.
0: Here's what I don't get. that I don't think mm-hmm. they explained well, but maybe you got it. Okay. Because at some point, Jeff and Shalea <laughs> would tell people who their twin flame in the universe is. Uh-huh. And this is where it starts really going off the rails, right? Because
2: mm-hmm.
0: would it just be well- that- yeah, tell me how you think they came up with who people's twin flames were. Well, I think it was someone
1: that they said that they felt a strong connection to, mm-hmm. that they couldn't stop thinking about, that they were obsessing uh-huh. about, which feels like an obsessive love that doesn't feel like it's a mutual <laughs> love. It feels like a complete, <laughs> it feels like a complete infatuation, right? That isn't real, and they would hook into that uh-huh. and say, "Well, that's your twin flame." If you're feeling that strongly, that passionately about that person.
0: Like that ex-boyfriend that you can't get over, that's the guy you've got to go hard after that guy.
1: Whereas most people in your life would say, "Whoa, he doesn't want you. He's not giving you the attention that you want. Walk away. Move on to someone who does love you. You are a lovable person, but not the twin flame people. They encouraged you to go after them. And so it was like they would say, do your mirror exercise, and they'd be like, he doesn't want me. And it would be like, I don't want me, which I don't even know how that helped. I don't either. Uh, Listen, I don't even get it either. But what it made some people do is obsessively go after these people and tell them that they were meant for them and that you need to be with me in a relationship. Yeah. And show up places.
0: Yes. Yeah. And basically stalk them. Yes, there was one woman who she met this guy she really liked. They became mm-hmm. really good friends, and then she mm-hmm. wanted to take it to the next level. And he said very clearly to her, "Oh yeah, I don't feel the same way that you do. I really yeah." Did like he you. say,
1: "I feel like she kissed him," and then he said, "You know what? Honestly, I'm uncomfortable in this moment because it feels like I'm kissing my sister."
0: Yes, and she told Jeff and Shaila. Jeff and Shaila she I mean I think that's how you say it. And they said, "You know what? That's the guy for you. Go yes. get him." And then she looked him up online and he was dating a guy. Okay, yep. that's there's two red flags right there. I feel like I'm kissing my sister and I'm also dating a guy. Yeah. And they're saying, "Do not give up. Get in yeah. there." Yeah. <laughs> so- and so she's spending all of her time trying to get involved with a guy who's already involved with a guy.
1: Mm-hmm. And they, they, and what they're telling her yes. is that the reason he is not with her is because she's doing it wrong.
0: Yeah. She's not trying She doesn't enough.
1: love herself enough. Right. She's not taking the right steps, yeah. which is so fucked. And that's where, honestly, watching this, I was just like, peace out. I got it. I'm out. I got it too. I out. don't even care. <laughs> I don't want to hear any more of this toxic shit. It was so toxic. It, I just was like, this is not good for... My brain, <laughs> it's not good for my heart, my, my digestion. And honestly, even coming over here right now to get ready for this podcast, I in my brain, I was like, I'm going to tell Thomas and Cheryl, we are not doing any more of these documentaries. I cannot take it. And this is the thing, Cheryl, this go back to the very beginning. We're not spilling right. beans. We're going back, yeah. putting the beans back into the And package. they laid the foundation that this guy started out saying... He wanted to be a millionaire. He wanted to be a billionaire. He was trying to do all these investment things, all these Ponzi schemes. And then he even tweeted. And they had the actual tweet from this guy. Yes. Which is something that L. Ron Hubbard said, is if you really want to make a lot of money, start a religion. And he said, I heard that if you you really want to make a lot of money, you start a cult. This is before this guy ever started this. And he had several website names that he had owned so from the jump this guy was corrupt and if anybody had done a fucking background check on him sorry i'm swearing but
0: if they would have seen
1: like this the intentions of this guy yes the whole motivation for this guy had nothing to do with caring and loving people no it was how am i gonna get mine i'm gonna take all your money and i'm gonna completely swindle you yeah yeah ugh and also, no accountability for Shalala or Megan. I like, know. It was always Jeff's the problem. And in the meantime, Shalala is looking more and more like a, like a 1940s Mormon. From, <laughs> like, what? She's what just looking bigger what and sadder and more depressed. As, in the beginning, she's like a cute girl that's kind of like, Whoa. hey, I'm spiritual and I love to do all this. And then she just keeps... Looking weirder and weirder and stranger and beaten down, and every time he would say, "You've got to love yourself," all she would do is go, "Love yourself."
0: Yeah, she would just do a little. What he yes. was saying,
1: I was like, "What meds does this man have? This woman no, taking? I know. And how is he controlling her? Because she just started to look like a fucking zombie."
0: Well, at one point, remember he came up with like a meal plan that people could yes! for a hundred dollars a month, people could follow his, you know, I don't even call it a diet, but like a high carb, high meat <laughs> meal plan, and they Cheryl, all
1: gained weight. The craziest video ever was them sitting in their gnarly kitchen. He's literally making like a BLT And. <laughs> in- and she's watching, filming this. Yeah. And he looks like he's like strung out, long yes. hair. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Yes. And she's looking at him. She's like, ooh, look at that sandwich. I'm like, bitch, we don't need him to make a fucking BLT to know what a fucking meal
0: plan is. This isn't a meal plan. Did he would tell everybody they had to eat all of it like do not all leave any it. do not leave it's leaving. divine it was divine meals like if you oh, eat yeah. this
1: food yeah if you eat this mayonnaise and white bread and bacon and lettuce and <laughs> tomato all smashed together with my magical recipe you are going you to find the love of your life true love and you got to eat it all and you can see these people like crying and I shoving know. food down their mouths I like,
0: know. <laughs> One of the women gained seventy pounds. Seventy pounds. Yes. I'm sorry. That's a lot. I don't need
1: love that much. I draw that That's I draw the line. I don't need any love in my life. I'm gonna keep my weight a stable weight. Do not fuck with my weight for love.
0: <laughs> this other woman, L, oh. she they came back and said, You know who your twin flame is? Your ex boyfriend and she said, Well, I he has a restraining order against me <laughs> And they were yes. like Don't Let that get you down. Restraining
1: orders, all that stuff is not funny. I'm just like laughing because, as as Cheryl knows, I laugh when I'm freaked out. Ugh. He had a restraining order against
0: her. Yeah. Yeah. And for Shalea and Jeff to say, do not let that slow you down. You have to work even harder. And she's like, what? Okay. Yeah. 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 And then at some point, she goes... This was a little. I, I didn't know who to believe in this moment, but she goes goes out dancing. Yes. She said she at did not know club. he was going to be there. She went dancing mm-hmm. at this
1: place that she likes to go dancing. Well, this is how I feel like she was telling the truth because she said, "Well, okay, so the story is, yeah, she goes out dancing on her birthday, and she goes to this club, and she says he was there, and she ran into him at this club, and then next thing she knows, the police come.
0: Yeah, and he say called that the
1: police." And he said called the police and said that she's not following the restraining me. order. Yeah. She's stalking me and that they put her in handcuffs and put her in jail. And then when she went back to tell Jeff and Shalea that that's what happened, Jeff said, well, what were you doing? And she said, I just went to the club to go dancing. And he said, I don't know how it got to the point where she said he didn't want to be held liable for my actions. So he wanted me right. to say that I was stalking. That I was stalking this guy. And she said, but that wasn't the truth because that's what he had been telling me to do. And so it just was, it got to be very convoluted because he had been saying, go after, go after, go after. But then once the police were involved, he was trying to say, you didn't do it right. You stalked him. You didn't do what I told you to
0: do, right? Yeah. It got very weird. And then that's an understatement. At some point Jeff decided he was Jesus. Yep. And he said, "Look, if you look at Jesus, you look at a picture of Jesus and you look at a picture of me, it is actually mm-hmm. me that came mm-hmm. before Jesus." Mhm. I had to pause and go make popcorn cuz I I needed to clear my <laughs> I needed to clear my head. Cuz I'm like, "What?" And some of the people in the documentary were like, "Yeah, that was a little weird." Yeah. But so we hung in there. But that was also after he had
1: asked one of the people that was originally one of the students to work for him, Keeley, who was so sweet. Oh my God. And he said, I want you now to work for me. That's what it, That was part of the plan. Right. That he like started getting the students to come work for him. And then he realized, if I make this into a religion, I don't have to pay taxes. I don't right. have to pay the people. They're more right. like volunteers. So he started calling it a religion and part of him doing this religion thing was saying, oh, I look like Jesus. Yeah. And then started to bring God into it. But God wasn't a part of the process prior to him realizing, oh, if I make this a religion, then I don't have to pay taxes. And I don't have to pay people. Yeah. So Cheryl, our podcast is now going to become a religious podcast. (laughs) I think that would be amazing. Oh, Rachel – I know. I'm. I mean, we need to breathe and hydrate. Anyway, I'm getting really. We have hot to take a break. We
0: have to take a break. But when we come back, we're gonna break it down. Yeah. And you'll know what we're talking about. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break.
3: Okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
0: And we're are back. you ready to get serious? We are talking about this documentary much more than we've ever talked
1: about it. Yeah. Well, this has been about a laugh any- right? I'm just telling you. I know. It's dirt. And we're so
0: angry. I know. Yeah, I know. I am. By the way, if any of you are involved with Jeff or Shalea, call mm-hmm. us on our
1: 800 number. <laughs> uh, at, but we're taking calls right now. So my number is 818- 818. <laughs> Oh okay, we don't We don't have a
0: call-in number, but you can write in. You can write to us at True Story fanmail at gmail.com. Uh, but seriously, if you feel like you might be in a cult, call someone in your family.: Oh yeah, well, and there's also
1: like a there, there's got to be some sort of help. They give you a helpline. You want to talk about it dot com or something like that. Okay, this is when it gets weird.: Real weird. What the balls is happening. And in the meantime, can we just say that the moms have already been contacted? We've been following some of the mothers saying that their kids cut them off and sent them letters and said, we're not going to be a part of this family anymore. You can't give me what I need.
0: Yeah. And it's weird because at least one of the kids, like grown adult kids, was living with their mom, maybe two of them. And they would say, my kid was on line all day in the basement six seven hours a day came out and was in a cult yeah it's so hard to understand anyway so at some point so now we're a few years in and there's a lot of women in this group who are saying i have not found my twin flame and i've already been arrested because i keep going back to the my twin flame that you told me about Mm -hmm. and so these two yahoos jeff and Shalea, they come up with a new plan Mm -hmm. They tell everybody, we are assigning you new twin flames. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be somebody in this group. Yeah. This is when it gets... It gets very sensitive. It's a very sensitive matter and situation. Mm -hmm. But Jeff, especially, but you're right. I mean, is part of it too. So Jeff decides... That everyone is either a divine masculine or a divine feminine. Mm -hmm. And twin flames can only be where one is a divine masculine and one is a divine feminine. Mm -hmm. And they had a surprise announcement. Mm -hmm. 30 people in the group had been matched, including many pairs of women who weren't lesbians. Yep. And this person, Angie, was paired with Victoria... And was told that she was the masculine in the relationship. And the Mm -hmm. masculine women were told to cut their hair and adopt male names. And not only that, Mm -hmm. but they were told that you are now a man. Bye. See ya. Yeah. I mean, this is when I was just like, I don't understand what's happening. Mm -hmm. So you had a few... People who identified as women who Mm -hmm. then decided, uh, I am going to identify as a man Mm -hmm. because I've been instructed to. Mm -hmm. And then, because these people know better than I do about what's
1: right for me to find love, for me to find everlasting love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They've
0: instructed us. Was it two of the moms whose daughters are now men? Men. Mm -hmm. And they had surgery this is part of the really dark part of the story. Yeah. And they didn't go into it that much, so I didn't really mm-hmm. understand it all. hmm hmm But apparently, Twin Flames encourages people to transition,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where there are two people that had top surgery. hmm The thing that I thought was really touching was these mothers... I would say across the board saying, I want a relationship with my child and my child is now a man. I still love them and I want a relationship with my child. And that was so hard, you know, because that's part of it that these cults make you separate from your family completely. I was
1: just like, well, it's like a lot of organized religions too. Mm. They don't encourage you. They look at suppressive people and it's a way for them to control you.
0: Yeah. I was just thinking when I was watching this, I was like, "Oh man, my sister, Dr. Becky Hines, if she thought I was in a cult, she would <laughs> Oh, she would drive up to wherever and be like, "Uh-uh. This is all being shut down right now." <laughs> you're Mm -hmm. coming with me you're going to jail you are being sued Mm -hmm. she would freaking go off yeah yeah so this is all happening and at the same time this is also part of the tragedy of this these Mm -hmm. two jeff and (laughs) shalaya are trying to have a baby
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and then they apparently ended up having a baby named grace Mm -hmm. and they were telling everybody that grace what were they saying is only gonna have sex with god in her lifetime Mm -hmm.
1: and but that was confusing to me i'm like is that does that mean she's not gonna have sex with anyone or is it a person i did (laughs) that they feel like is a twin flame for her poor grace some real shady stuff going down. And I just feel like uh, the moms, you know, and this are the heroes.
0: Yeah.
1: And I love them. And I love that they were so ferociously and fearlessly trying to do the right thing. Like they didn't want to yeah. push
0: their children away, but they wanted them to feel loved. Okay, this is one weird thing. Okay. Did you see the Nexium documentary? Mm-mm. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, Mm-mm. in your spare time, you should see that little nutball. Keith Ranieri. You know, I won't. Oh my God.
2: We could rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Rachel will wake up like, oh, I'm sure I'm in this cult somehow. Yeah. First of all, that story is off the charts, crazy, weird. Yes. But I like yeah. that this guy, Jeff, makes everybody watch the HBO Nexium documentary and write an essay about why Jeff isn't a cult leader. Like Keith Raniere. I mean, that's,
1: that was like, so, are you so, kidding me? So people are paying. He's he's telling them. <laughs> he's basically admitting guilt. Because he's like, I want you guys to like make it very clear for the uh, authorities. What do you think a cult leader is? It's uh-huh. like, I think it's you. Yeah. And the thing that was also so hard about this was that... This kind of goes back, but when they were like, I had to sit there and say that I was in love with this man when I wasn't. Yeah. And they kept prodding me and making me say it. And it's just like, those are people that don't have people in their lives at that point and didn't have the wherewithal to say, it's okay. What I'm feeling yeah. is you have to tell the truth right, and
0: that it's okay. Right. I'm sure people feel like, oh, I'm in too deep. You know, mm-hmm. or they're embarrassed, or they're embarrassed. Or- it's hard to say, especially in front of people and in front of people that you respect that oh, you guys are wrong, right? Especially
1: when you want it to work, you keep telling yeah. yourself, like, it's gonna work, it's gonna happen. Maybe, maybe they are right,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real quick, uh-huh. can I share another, yes. just a little thing yes. I learned about this documentary yes. that I thought was interesting? Yes. So, the director is uh, Cecilia Peck, yeah. who's the daughter of Gregory Peck. Oh, and yeah. okay. she is a really well regarded documentarian. I think she made a documentary about the Dixie Chicks when they were going yeah. through all their controversy years ago that was really well received. Yeah. But she made a Nexium documentary as well. Not the one we covered on the on the podcast, but one that's on Showtime. I watched that one, too. Okay. And she made that one because she was getting recruited for that cult. That cult was very much in the Hollywood world. And so she had an experience sort of like not joining it, but getting contacted by people in it or getting encouraged to check it out. Wow. And so now clearly yeah. she's like made another documentary that's, getting into the cult world. But I just thought that was a crazy connection. That is a crazy
0: connection. Those
2: two documentaries.
0: Wow. You have to have a real strong sense of self to go and make documentaries about cults and not get sucked in yourself. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I could... Rachel, you wouldn't last long. I couldn't make it. Rachel, Uh, you would go in there with a camera crew and then never come out and be like, oh, boy. we lost her. Oh, no, you mean like I get... You mean I get sucked into the cult? Yes. yes. No. Yes, you, you would be like, oh, shoot. No, I think I might no. Be one of, I might be one. No. No, just
1: because of where I'm at in my life. Maybe, maybe in my 20s, mm, mm. right? But now, Mm-mm. no, just, the, just seeing those people from the beginning, I'm like, no, peace out. I'm out. I'm out. I don't want to waste my time, Was what I'm saying. If I started to film a documentary like that, I'm like, I can't be around these people.
0: You would not a good people that are Rachel, so sad. You would not be a good documentarian.
1: No, I'd be a terrible documentarian.
2: You would be like the Bama Rush documentarian.
1: Yes. Yeah, you, yeah, you could do a Bama,
0: Bama oh, Rush. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Where I'd make it all about he, me.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> That's Rachel true. She would be locked in her room like, I'm not going out there. I'm not going out there. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. <gasps> Okay, But,
1: I mean, I think you would be the one that couldn't leave because you'd want to take care of every single person in the dark. <laughs> Cheryl would just be there. She'd be trapped. Like, well, we've got to make sure this person's That's... okay. And the mothers. Cheryl, you'd end up, like, sleeping over at the mom's houses.
2: Making individual pies. <laughs>
0: Making pies. Yes. You guys, we're going to get through this. We're going to find them. We're going to bring them back. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I can't be around these people. They freak me out. <laughs> Bye.
1: I feel like I'm so sorry. Can't do it. Can't do it. Well, okay, but I mean, like, ooh, let's shake it off. Let's Let's shake it it off because this is a comedy podcast. I know, and we are just like dragged down. It's too dark, Thomas. It's too dark to be funny. Why
0: did you make us watch this? This
1: is Thomas's fault. I'm sorry. I'm
2: sorry. This is Thomas's fault. (laughs) Rachel hadn't done a cult doc yet. That's true. We had to initiate her. This is this (laughs) is why.
1: This is why, because it is. This is like these are people's lives yeah. that are forever ruined because they gave their power over to crazy people. And if anything, it makes me hyper aware of how important it is that we hold on to yes. our power in every relationship. And by the way, we are in. Well, let's not say it has ruined their lives because well, there but the people that are getting out of it, yes. That are looking at it yes, like and Keely. realizing
0: they don't need this. In this, this Keeley got out after she w- mm-hmm. was assigned to write about a cult leader. And she was like, Ew, boy, I am in a cult. Yeah. And now she's out and she's helping other people. So now what's great about this film. Yeah. Thank God. That's when I was like, okay, I, I can, can watch breathe. this again. Um, is that you do see people coming together and working together, trying to... Figure out what the next move is to confront Jeff and Shalia. Yeah. To try to figure out how to uh, basically take them down. I don't even understand how it's so going on right now. Yeah. I know. And what was really great too is Keely is applying to law school. You know, she's smart and has a bright future ahead. That's what I'm saying. Like not ruin your life, but learn from it and move forward and and have a great. Yeah. I mean- There was something about law school that made me really happy. That I thought, "Wow, she's she's on wanting, yeah, and believes in herself and is you know take care of people and she'll take care and and
1: fight for people." I didn't
0: even think about that. Rachel, she's gonna get her law degree and then go after them. Yeah, she's Mm yeah, yes, Yes, Keely, yes, yes, Keely. Okay, yeah, Rach, are you ready for our final thoughts? Oh, yes, I am. Oh, please. It's time for Happily Ever Afterthoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry?
1: Yeah. You did? I did. I was moved. When did you cry? Mm-hmm. I cried when Keely and Angie were at the diner. Ah. And they were saying, I'm so sorry I hurt yeah. you. Yeah.
0: Because Keely was. And she was saying, I just coach. need to pee. I-
1: pee. Yeah. Yeah. What?
0: Did you just say, I just need to pee?
1: No, I didn't. I said, no, (gasps) it made me happy.
0: Oh, happy.
1: (laughs) No wonder you guys looked at me like I had three heads. I said, it just made me really happy to see the two of them saying, I'm sorry that I hurt you. Uh, Yeah. And be accountable. Yeah. You know, and say, I hurt you and I need to take responsibility for it. And they both were very gracious with one another. Yeah. And saying, we were being told this is what we were supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, That made me cry, seeing the two of them kind of mm.
0: see some relief in Yes.
1: Peace.
0: I did not cry. hmm I was okay. just angry. Yeah. Oh, and I can't wait to ask you who you were attracted to. Ew. Skip it. No Let's one. skip it.
1: Let's skip it. I should say, who are you the most unattracted <laughs> to? Ready on three. One, one two, two, three. three. Jeff. Jeff. Rose, Ugh. that's just a black soul
0: yes okay rage would you would yeah. you like to <laughs> do you want to do a true story talk back yes you do I-, I see go ahead
1: i just want to say to the moms yeah like i can't imagine anything scarier than seeing your child dissolve into this World where you can't reach them, and and you see that something horrible is happening to them, and you can't. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, and I just I love that one mom that was like, "Well, this is my child. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, I'm gonna stick here.
0: Yeah, forever." I agree.
1: You know, and go after. I them. agree
0: with this talk back because I, I thank you, moms and the sister, for really fighting the fight and hanging in there. And of course, you're gonna hang in there. It's your it's your child, and thank you to the filmmaker. Peck, Cecilia, Cecilia Peck. Peck. Thank you for making this. Actually, even though it was maddening, but not your fault. It was just maddening situation. I'm glad that you're shining a bright light on it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> Rich, it was good
1: that it moved us so much. You know what I mean? It did it. Oh,
0: that's uh, that's all for this week's episode. <laughs> oh God. I know. I feel like we've been, uh, we've been through something. Uh, I don't know how to feel. Uh, I hope we have some good mail. That's all for this week's episode. Next week, we'll be talking about Daniel Radcliffe's stunt double. This documentary is all about him. It's called David Holmes, The Boy Who Lived, and it's on Max. Okay, Rach, please tell me there's some fan mail. Do you want to hear some fan mail?
1: I want to hear some <laughs> fan mail
0: so bad. <laughs> okay. This is from Michelle. Michelle writes, I started listening to True Story late in the game because my sister kept telling me it was a podcast that talked about documentaries. (laughs) I don't think she realized how unappealing (laughs) that was to me. (laughs) She kept bringing this podcast up and I finally told her I didn't want to listen to a serious podcast about documentaries when if I wanted, (laughs) I could just watch the documentary myself. By the way, I don't want to. She finally told me how the documentary doesn't... (laughs) get discussed too much and how funny it is my life was changed that day oh michelle <gasps> my only complaint is that you do it only once a week oh i'm all cut up now oh. and i want more oh poor michelle after she listens to this one she's gonna be cursing us she's gonna just say click click <laughs> please record more and drop <laughs> two to three episodes a week also i think rachel Ugh. is a hypochondriac. <laughs> You can trust me. I'm not a doctor. oh <laughs> uh, uh, great. Okay. Julia Pancakes. Okay. Is that, is that her name? Julia Pancakes. Well, Sam Pancake. We do know. I know Sam Pancake. We do know a Sam Pancake. I yeah. went to college with Sam Pan Pancake. Is it plural? Her name? Julia is Pancakes. Julia Pancakes. <laughs> Hi, Julia. Julia Pancakes. You, you know, wait, 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 wait. Before you say this, I just want to say really quickly...
1: You are an emphasis person. Like you put the emphasis on some words in the weirdest place. Like what? That's all I'm going to say. And it's just – well, I'm just – now I'm going to be really aware of it and I want our listeners to be aware of it. And when they hear you put the emphasis on a weird word, I want them to to comment on it (laughs) Mm -hmm, and email us. Okay. Okay. But But don't you be aware of it ever.
0: You stay Mm -mm. you. You stay
1: who you are, Cheryl.
0: I I can't help it. That's why I I could never be a newscaster. Imagine if I had to say people's, like, Uh, real people's mm -mm. names. Julia Pancakes writes in a five-star review, Raw (laughs) Doggett. Oh, that's this. Oh, I love this Been listening since the beginning and still a snark Hey, Julia, hey. You might think it's important to watch the documentary before the episode, but I've done the science, and not only is it not necessary to watch the documentary, (laughs) I actually think it's better if you don't. I've done it both ways, and I laugh so much harder if I just raw dog it (laughs) and let it go and go in cold. Oh my God, this is killing me. Love this show and always will. Oh, you guys just raw dog it. Just raw dog it. Uh,
1: Just going raw. Just going raw. (laughs) don't know what the show is well that makes me happy because it means you don't have to watch the documentary <laughs> to enjoy the
0: podcast i hope that's what everyone thinks raw dog means also mm-hmm. you guys we would like to hear from you email us at true at gmail.com you can also leave us a review you can follow us on instagram there's so many things to do Rach, is there anything that you want to promote
1: mm. oh
0: uh, yeah, well, on Netflix yeah. right now, I have
1: – I'm in Suits. Mm-hmm. I'm in Lucifer mm-hmm. that you can watch streaming mm-hmm. on that. And then also I have a new movie out with Bill Burr mm-hmm. called Old Dads mm-hmm. that you can see that that's right now. And then also ooh, the major thing that I want to yeah. promote always is Goosebumps
0: okay. on Disney+. And is Goosebumps – like if if you had a 10-year-old, is that appropriate or is this too scary? Uh, I think you have to know your child, mm-hmm. right? Okay. But I would okay. say it's
1: definitely PG-13.
0: Okay. It's not like and an, above. a seven-year-old shouldn't be like
1: – No, my son is seven. I would never no, let him watch it. it's a little more advanced. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's great and scary, but not so scary that I don't want to watch it. Because, you know, I don't like scary things.
0: <laughs> if you were in a scary movie, would you not watch it? Uh, I don't know if I would.
1: When you can see how the sausage gets made –
0: Mm-hmm. it makes it much more right. fun. Right, when you're like, I but know that's is... not real blood on my face. It's corn syrup and it's sticky and I hated it.
1: Yeah, but stuff like what we just watched in the documentary. No, real like life psychological—that's stuff, stuff terrifying. Mm-mm. I don't like those thrillers and I don't want to be a part of it. Hi oh, and peace out. I like
0: thrillers. Okay, Rach, it's that time of year where a lot of people <gasps> can watch Bad Mom's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Also not... Necessarily for young children Um No (laughs) And they can also buy gifts At Heinz and Young (gasps) Thank you for mentioning that Christmas presents. Yes Let's do it A lot of my work colleagues Are getting Heinz and Young This year for Christmas Yeah So if you don't know I started a company Called Heinz and Young With my daughter Catherine Young You can go to shop Heinz Young And we have All kinds of amazing things That help you relax (laughs) And by that I mean like candles and body cream and linen spray and just really clean, good, beautiful, beautiful. Oh, 9, 10. That's my kids. Wow, that yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. you have to count that high. Um, all right, reach. That's it. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll call you tonight. Bye. Bye. True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Rachel Harris. It's produced by Thomas Willett. audio engineered and edited by Steph Willen, with production assistant from Nadia Labetz. Special thanks to Gabby Kovacic, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story wherever you get your podcasts. You can email us at truestoryfanmail at gmail.com.